people all over the UK have been kind enough to give me access into their homes, kitchens and restaurants to share their food and their stories with me. Welcome to This Food Bangs. Boy, I'm currently joined the by one the one and only Drew. Yes. The owner of Drew Cakes. The man himself. Mr. Cake Man. Yeah, her. Mr. That's Baker us. Man. Yeah, her. That's us. That's who we are. The Cake. one and only, the OG. It's mad, you know. The Look OG of cakes. The, the thing that is on my plate right now, yeah. Mm. You only get that in Amalfi Coast. Like. Yes, of course. It looks like course. you get that in Italy. You know yeah, them her. Sicily ones. You know what I mean? Straight, it's mad. It's straight, mad. Straight, guys. straight. Much appreciated, bro. All right, just talk us through what I've got on my plate here. What what we've got so on this table? In front of you are, or you know, some of my favorite or some of my personal favorite things mm-hmm. on this planet. Mm-hmm. So we've got some cupcakes for my business. Love. We've got some ice cream sandwiches that mm-hmm. I love to take with me whenever I go to a party or when I'm having functions or gatherings with mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. And apart from that, we've also got a meal. So apart from cooking and apart from baking, I also cook. I'm actually just as good at cooking as I am at baking. So mm. today in front of you, you've got a prawn linguine, mm. a prawn and kale linguine that, mm-hmm. um, that is really good. Yeah. Enjoy, mm-hmm. man. Thank you very much. Much appreciated, bro. Talk us through the prawn ingredients. So what is what is in it? What ingredients um, have gone into this? So, this so to be honest, yeah, when I, when I, when it comes to cooking and in terms of styles, you can I can make things in so many different ways. Mm. But um, one of my favorite ingredients is paprika. So mm. when I, um, small paprika is one of the main things inside of today's dish. Mm. Um, we've cooked the prawns yeah. in a in some. I forgot what they're called. In some shallots, we shallots, use them yeah. some shallots. Mm. Um, in some kale, a little Ooh. bit of garlic, mm. a little bit of pepper, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, some garlic powder, a little bit of ginger as well. Had a little bit of ginger there. Ginger goes, ginger goes really well with prawns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, some chopped tomatoes, mm. and we've just pan fried. This so we literally just pan fried that for a few minutes, mm. and then um, we've served it on a on some linguine. Yeah, so yeah, man. It's nice. Bro. But basically, what 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 you're having in front of you, what's been served, has been made from start to finish in ten minutes. The whole thing in ten minutes flat. So I think that's one of the. Um, so there's nothing complicated. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very, as, 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 as complicated as it looks, as it was, as it looks, it is very, very, very simple dishes, simple ingredients. Mm. Um, we pretty much just use paprika, mm. some parsley, some mm. salt, some pepper, mm. um, a little bit of lemon to garnish as well, and just appreciate. So the that something of course of you know course. what I mean Come but on. um Love I think sometimes we forget how imp- how how valuable it is just appreciating little ingredients just mm. a few ingredients because a lot of time we want to cook or we feel like cooking is such a chore or we need to have this or that and you want to be extravagant with it Everyone exactly wants to the, exactly the thing, you know? but um I think sometimes people forget that it is sometimes the less ingredients or the small ingredients and just appreciating the flavors the combination of flavors that's on the dish and on the table and presented in front of I respect you that. it's very nice I'm, I'm enjoying you, it and, and this you. please talk us through this so um, so these are red as you can tell from the colour these are red velvet but they are not red velvet cupcakes they are not red velvet cookies mm. they are not red velvet pancakes mm. these are red velvet ice cream sandwiches so normally it. whenever I like to go out mm. I like to go out with some of these or whenever I'm having a dinner party mm-hmm. I like to have something like this which is you know it's presentable it is quick it is effortless mm. and um, it goes down really well it's, it's really 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 amazing so so yeah, man, it's food. got um. So it, it it can have either two options. Option one is it can be made with either an ice cream filling, or right. another option is to have it with a cream cheese, so a right. soft cream cheese center, mm-hmm. and that's what we've gone for today. But these are really really incredible, and the thing with this is they can last for days. Sure. They are they are they are very, yeah, they're really good. They're very versatile as well. It won't last for days in my house. <laughs> Trust me, it won't last for days in my yeah, house. I've got two it. nephews, one sister. <laughs> I gotta get there first. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. Thanks for coming on to this food bangs. Come on. Thank you. Um obviously I want to know more about you because we want to showcase the banging food which we've done and we want to showcase the person behind the plate. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? So how, when did you start cooking? Um, when did it all start for Drew? So to be honest with you, mm. um I am currently in my 30s. So I it's not a lot of people feel like or think 
that it has been something new. However, me cooking has been something I've been doing from young. Right. The only thing is when I first started, and it's understandable because well, I know this is what many people go through as they are now beginning their cooking stage or they were, they want to be the new Ainsley or Gordon. Um, it's all trial and tribulation. So when I first started, I used to dream of one day eating incredible things like yeah. waffles, like waffles. Like I said, this is this is all, this will start from when I was young. So for me, it was like wow to have waffle. Can you imagine having waffles or having this or having that? Um, as a young boy, you 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 dream of these things, or you, it sounds good or it sounds nice. For real. Um, so yeah, so literally, it's been about seven. No, I say about doing it as a business mm. and doing it publicly. It's been seven to eight, closer to ten years. Close mm. to ten years. Mm. Um, in terms of doing it. Personally and privately for myself, it has been the majority of my life. So I'm I'm the different child. I'm normally when everybody else is out chasing girls and doing this and that, I like to be at home playing with my little candy floss machine or just if you understand it, just being different, just trying out new yeah, things yeah, or just trying yeah, yeah. a experiment. If you understand it, you just wanna you enjoy food. Right. Then afterwards like you wanna try new things. You always wanna try new things. That's where you start from. You always wanna try new things. You always want to experiment. You always want to try new flavors. Eventually, you you start. Then you get bored. After a while, you you feel like you've done everything. Then you start making things, different things, pies, cheesecake. You start making things that people don't even make themselves. Or, um, a lot of the thing for me is because I travel so often. I travel all over the world. This also helps to give me the opportunity just to see food and just to be able to build up a love. So basically, as you asked me, where did it start from? I've always had a love of food and being able to travel so much is helped to encourage and to build up on my love of food because before you know it, you're maybe if you live in London, you're only around food from London. But then if you go around the world, you start to eat different foods. You start right, seeing right. I'm I'm Nigerian for example. Mm, mm, so mm. I only eat plantain in one type of way. I like the, but the then, fact that you said plantain. Yeah, yeah, plantain. yeah, yeah. So you only we only we only eat it in one type of way. We only well no we we do boil it as well. We do have it. We do we do we do roast it. We do but most of the time we have it fried. That is how we eat it. Um, me being able to go to South America and travel different places, I try different things. I tried you know in South America, for example, they are very familiar with plantain, and with them a lot of them what they do is they mash the plantain and they might so it's like um it's like fritters. It's, it's kind of like plantain fritters. So yeah, literally yeah. in South America, a lot of people, they have either something that's close to plantain fritters right. or some people actually have plantain as a dessert, as a sweet dessert. Yeah, so they'll yeah. have it with chocolate and sugar and caramelized. And, and for me, it's this mine. is... Even to have it in any other thing is, is ludicrous to me. So to see people doing things differently or to have plantain in a type of way or to have it as a dessert... Mm-hmm. It is different. So these little things have come together to make me always want to cook, always want to try new right, things. So right, 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 right. that has been literally it. So literally, even even in terms of um, living alone, living by myself for a lot of the time, living living by myself for a lot of the time, I've had to, uh, you know, after a while, you maybe you can't really cook. You can only make the little things, uh, the little indom meal, the little that. After a while, it's trial and tribulation. So you learn. Let me, okay, next time I'm going to make this indom meal. I'm going to, add some peppers or I'm gonna add this or I'm gonna add that or I'm gonna then after a while you get better you get better then you start appreciating the different things or the different elements to food maybe it's even how you're cooking the food sometimes it's like okay cool like for example I give you the other day I made a I made sea bass I normally if I cook it I prefer my fish fried but um differently what I did is I decided to pan fry I said on the frying pan then after searing I put it into the oven and it, some things look if you don't cook it looks long but then when you really appreciate food you, you tell yourself okay I'm doing this I'm, I'm searing it on the outside so that it can lock in the flavours then I'm putting it into the oven so that it can get a bit more crisp or we can get a nice cook on the inside or so on or but um, a lot of the time it is, it is trial and tribulations do you know what I mean so literally it's me trying out different foods and just and building up from that you know what I want to take a picture of this Jeff if you could get me my phone you got the cameraman <laughs> I'm going to start taking pictures of this still because it's a madness, bro. It's a madness. I like it. I like the fact that you said that you've gained more knowledge. You've acquired more knowledge Definitely. by traveling around and experiencing Definitely. new things. Definitely. Let's touch on what you said earlier because you said that whilst everyone was out and about chasing girls and playing football, you were in the kitchen making candy floss. For me, that that is Especially- me, beyond me because... And like you know there's a lot of toxic mass- of course, masculinity of course, going of course, on in this and in, in this day and age like in the ends you feel like you have to 
fulfill this particular agenda as a black man. So, you Bacon, did you face any sort of challenges of having to fulfill this black man gender role and going um, is the, okay I'll give you an example I've been to events in different cities mm. and you get a mixture of feedback a lot of people see me for like wow you are doing this thing and you must get so much love some people have actually seen me and it has been the complete opposite mm. if you understand how a lot of men are function a lot of men like to see things or like to be not toxic but it needs to be masculine it needs yeah. to be manly it can't be it can't be feminine it can't be this it can't be that Mm. So just being um, being in some environments, I've I've seen the type of love you get, and the type yeah, of yeah. you know people look at you as a sideway, like you're a guy and you cook, you know, you bake, or this or that, or this is. Mm-hmm. Some people look at it like it's a woman's job, yeah. or even like oh, as a black man, most black. Some people look at it like oh, most of the black men I know can't cook, and it's like okay, we're we're not living into gender stereotypes, or we're not living into racial stereotypes, yeah. mm-hmm. because a lot of time I think like Nigerian men cannot cook, African men. But it's like, you know what, we don't live to anyone's. We literally do as we please. We sure. we, we appreciate food and we just... Mm. We, we we put our energy... So for me, for example, because as I've grown up, I've grown up around a lot of gang-related environments. So when I was young, I used to live in Hackney. That's where I, most people originally knew me. I used to live in Hackney. And at some point, some stages of my life, I've lived in Peckham and Tottenham and other other areas that are very highly gang affiliated or gang or very highly gang influence um and sometimes you're you're surrounded by an environment as soon as you step out of your house you are a product of the environment what you see and what you what you're basically you're you're trapped you're around these things so for me for example i've just rather just be at home i remember i mean there's times where i have mixed i have mixed groups of friends i have my friends that do different things But for me personally, I'm not influenced by what anybody else is doing. I always like to do what I want to do, how I want to do, when I want to do, rather than to say that, or rather to feel like I've only done, I'm a shepherd or I'm a sheep, I've done this because other people want me to do and that's and, and as I tell you that, it even interlinks with my business, for example. So for me now, a lot of the things that I make, I make it because I want to make it. And I make it because maybe I've done the research, you know, that it, I, it's not just we do it for banter. We do it because we've done, we've actually done the research. Or because I've worked in, as you talk about food, because I've, I've worked in a kitchen environment before, I actually have a, understand, a deep, very, very deep understanding of food in terms of every aspect of it, in terms of taste, in terms of even flavors that shouldn't go together, that do go together, in terms of presentation, in terms of hygiene, in terms of all these little things that come together. Maybe just me working in an environment, it, it is all interlinked. But um, back to your original question about the environment. A lot of the time men see things and they, 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 they frown upon it or they look down upon it. But then you know what? Men are very naive and shallow and, yeah. and fickle-minded. So a lot of, for a lot of men, they look down or they see it's like, oh, this guy, why would somebody want to do? But then as simple as maybe female attention. Mm. When, when, men, when some men start seeing how much females show me attention or give me attention, mm. suddenly it's like, okay, I respect it all. Or suddenly when you've, some people see me in events and you don't, sometimes your mind is too mm. small minded. So you mm. see it's like, okay, the cupcakes is like two or three pounds. Okay, how can anyone sustain a living from mm. doing such a thing? But you don't realise maybe you might come, you might frown upon what I do. By the time, in an hour has come, all the cakes might be sold. Mm-hmm. This has happened at events. So I've been to events and some people look to me and it's like, wow, why am I even going to pay two or three pounds? Why am I going to pay this or that? Why am I going to pay? Because for some people it's a premium. To me, it, no, that is, when you taste food, you should know. Some things, is there's, there's a price and there's quality and in ingredients and you can taste mm-hmm. the difference. But some people, they are too, maybe they That's haven't tasted, they haven't tasted quality or they haven't tasted a level, a level, a what standard. Do you, what do you base your pricing on then? Um, I do a lot of different. So obviously, first things first. I have previously worked in a kitchen environment, so that is oh, I have research, serious, serious research over the years in terms of what people are willing to pay. This is in terms of very important. In terms of one, you need to know who your market is. Sometimes there's no market; it's just a product. So, for example, with my cake business. There is no, I don't, I've never called myself a black business. Mm. Even though people at this time, stage in time in life, a lot of people are, are gathering around the, black I'm a black, pound, black, black, business, I, I, black I have, I've, I've had people try to put me there and I have, for there's, there's reasons why though. I have instantly moved myself away. And the reason I say that is because of course, on one side, if you understand it, most people I've had, I have thousands of customers and I've had thousands of customers over the year. 
However, and this is mostly through black people that have helped me and have influenced me. However, I am not, I don't bake black. This isn't a black ingredient. Mm. This isn't a black product. Mm. This isn't just something for the black, black community. Yeah. What I bake is for the wider community. Yeah. If you taste it, you'll say this isn't just a limited product or we don't limit ourselves to just, it is for any and everybody. Mm. But at the same time though, we do acknowledge that I am borderline a black, I am borderline a household name in, a, in, a, in many people's black families. Mm. A lot of people have looked at me for inspiration in terms of business. Mm -hmm. um, so, but then this has all come from even me being helped by, so the same people that look up to me mm. are the same people that have helped to push me and to elevate me in the first place to get me to where I, to where I've, I am or where I've, mm. I've been to. Um, going back to, so as you're asking me about the ingredients, about the quality, if you taste it, what I say is a lot of, these days I've taken a, a, a big gap, a, a big hiatus out of doing what I do. In that time, a lot of people have started to be a lot, not some, not a few that's in like, hey, what's going on here? There's actually a movement of bakers. What is, what's, why does everyone want to bake? But for me, and it's, and it's not to be arrogant, it's just based on my personal experiences and where I've come from. Because as you asked me about how people perceive me, Things are easy now. It's very easy to, for someone to monitor I'm cooking and that's I'm it. Cooking. Some people don't even need this. They don't, they don't even need to. When I first started, I made sure I had all my certificates, everything I needed. Mm. And at least that way, if you understand it, being the sole and the only person that is cooking and caring, mm. a lot of people look, they frown upon it. Mm. Or you have ex double standards. Not even double standards, you have, you have standards or you, you're more ready to, to contradict or just to analyse everything that's being done. Mm. But on the other side, you like I said, you it's hard at the beginning. Mm. Yeah, so like I said, I crawled, I suffered, I struggled. So others can walk and fly and mm. and do all these different things today. But if you understand it, uh, one of the a lot of one of the main things, or even like I said, so so many people bake these days. One thing a lot of people say is a lot of their products is not to the same level as what I do. And what I mean by that is. Mm. Although they bake and they do this type of stuff, if you mm. taste their stuff, a lot of time when you taste from some people's things, you can actually tell you, you tell yourself you can bake it at home. Mm. And for me, that isn't a good thing. You shouldn't you shouldn't be able to taste one of my products and feel like you can do it yourself. Okay. That means I'm in trouble. You should taste my thing, one of my products, from one of my businesses, and and have it and be like, whoa! I don't know what he's put inside of this, but this isn't from the shop. This isn't from the high street. Mm. This isn't something that is easily accessible. This is something that. I could, I just from tasting it, I can tell that these ingredients have been sourced, whether from across Europe or from across the world, and this is something that I take pride in. So a lot of people they cook and they want to do and they work on presentation, but for me, the one of the main things, and this is why I fall above a lot of people, not just because I started before others, but it is the quality of ingredients. I spend a lot of money in terms of trying to find, yeah. and some of the things, some of the ingredients I use, they're not ingredients that you can find in the UK. It literally is based on my knowledge or based on my actual going up, going around the world. This is, when I say around, I'm talking literally around the globe, around the world to try different flavors, to try right. different spices, to try different ingredients because you know, you can't just limit yourself to what they literally, if you, if you love food, you will try and you will always be searching for more. You want to, yeah, especially, especially, so for me, you know, I, I do it. And even in terms of my business, I wouldn't do my business or I wouldn't do any business if it was for money. Yeah. If money was the sole purpose, I, I, I make enough money doing other things. I don't need the money from, but it is actually the satisfaction, even to watch you today, to eat the food, to enjoy the food. I'm enjoying that it. brings me more satisfaction than anything. Because for me, it's like, this is, you can taste the quality you can taste the freshness you can taste that this is this was freshly made or this these are these are quality ingredients that have been used to make what i'm eating today so um to me that is a very important aspect and i feel like that's why maybe some sometimes people will feel like they okay one thing i learned when i first started my first catering business one thing i was told is not to be cheap don't be cheap in terms of any aspect of anything don't right. be cheap don't buy cheap ingredients that's, that's an interesting so, point so when you when you said don't be cheap don't buy cheap ingredients. Don't buy cheap. Don't buy cheap. Don't buy cheap ingredients. Don't buy cheap equipment. Even it's even in terms of the pan that you use and the hand whisk. Every everything comes to play. Everything comes to play. So, for example, if you, I'll tell you, I'll give you an example. When you make um, these cupcakes here in front mm. of us, mm. um, if you don't know what you're doing and you're making the icing, you might go and find one of those stalk or loaf, you know, like one of those budget margarine alternatives or something alternative. However, for you to actually be able to 
to have it and to taste it and to taste the difference you should be using the finest of ingredients or the finest of cream cheese and these things come to play so one in terms of the icing if i made you two sets of cupcakes mm. with and i just changed just the cream cheese alone mm. from the one that i used to a competitor a low market one in terms of the cake the icing won't stay the icing will start to melt that's the first thing right. Um, in terms of the flavor, it won't taste as good. Mm. It won't be so. All of these things it comes into place in terms of even the appearance, as, as little as the appearance, it won't look the same. Sometimes it might even look the same, but it, it's very hard. It's easily easily replicated, but hard to just you cannot duplicate. You can replicate. You can try and replicate, but you cannot duplicate. You cannot make two of what I'm yeah. serving, what I'm selling, because a lot of the time it is the quality, and it is literally is the finest yeah. of ingredients yeah, that we've yeah, sourced yeah. from from all what, over. What it is is that obviously, like you said, you did say that it's, these are touchy times. You yeah, know, yeah. With the whole Black Lives Matter movement, you know, the whole Black Pound and everything else. I, mean, I, I before you finish, I I from because I look at things from the outside, mm. and I sincerely respect. It. I I I do. I say I don't put myself in these labels on these groups. Mm. I sincerely respect it because for me, for example, I actually spend a lot of money in terms of, I buy a lot of black people's books in mm. terms of black businesses. Mm. And it's, for me, it's because I've been lately done 10 years right. of being self-employed. I understand how difficult it is, it is and I like to support yeah. other people. And apart from that, you two, in terms of my journey, when I first started, it was nobody. It was literally a random people that I promoted and reposted my stuff. So to see people as a collective, you have a bigger, you have more power as a collective. You mm. people don't realize, as a group of people, you have so much power, so much influence in terms of it's in terms of our pockets or in terms of our speech or in terms of our power. We can do so much united than to do things separately and as individuals. But yeah, back to you, what you were saying yeah, about. Um, I was just saying, like, did you ever have, um, did you ever have challenges in sort of selling your product to? you know, the black community, because you know, black community, definitely, definitely. So, so like we were saying earlier in terms of the pricing, so like, as yeah. we are saying in terms of the, that was just an example in terms of the pricing. For some people, if you taste one of my products, you understand the price straight away. Yeah. It's not going to, uh, you try and go, if you taste one of the products, you, you understand instantly this. And if you taste it and you compare it to leading high street mm. brands, you will see, and you will know that it so is. So people wear a bit like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. this is expensive, man. Why am I going to A lot of people, because like, obviously if you understand it, it is. Did you feel like you have to justify yourself every so, time? So even with that, originally, one thing I'll tell you is originally, the price of the cakes when I first started is not the price that I wanted to sell. So even though it was still at a premium, mm. it actually wasn't the price that I wanted to originally sell because for me it was like, you need to win these people over. You need, mm. they need to taste it first. first. Then when they taste it, they then we can see. work on these things. But mm. sometimes you need to be, you need to, I'm very business-minded mm. before even being cooked. So you need to have an entry point to the market, then work your way up to controlling it when you have the monopoly when you control everything you can set the price and people will pay because people want that product and people aren't able to for example what we have here in the middle people are not able to get this product or oh, it's very hard to see something like this or some people travel and because you've traveled for me now because i travel to america and south america i like to eat a lot of southern food and and you know a lot of food from a lot of these type of things you don't have it in this country exactly. it's very so so for me something i've traveled to maybe um so something like orange chicken is an is an American Asian dish. I mean by that is it's mostly affiliated in terms of America more than Asia. It's more of an American the Asian dish than an actual Asian Asian dish. Mm. But um going to America now and trying things like orange chicken and seeing how the Asian community cook it and how it's presented and stuff. If I I'm somebody if I taste something once, I feel like I can make it. Mm. I feel like I can do it myself. But um back to what you I was I was digressing, but back to oh. what you're saying in terms of the community so something just in terms of the price something just in terms of the hygiene because that's why i tell you i've made sure from the from the first day we have the hygiene because it is food and a lot of time black people we can be our biggest downfall our biggest hater we are very condescending of each other we are very we analyze it might because sometimes we go and we're out we might be in in camden and we're going to go and buy food at one of those street markets in camden in the, in by the market store yeah but then if somebody black was selling us food somewhere, it's like, no, oh, no, 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 I don't want to eat it. Rah, this, that, this. The price is a bit, mm. Mm, mm, mm. the price is a bit, mm. can I get a pound of? Yeah, it was a white bread. Yeah, yeah, we, we, no we wouldn't. But then these are the things. But then at the same time, you you learn to adapt. Yeah. So you learn to make sure that the food always looks pleasant. So sometimes, some food doesn't, it tastes good, but 
but these are the things we work to make sure that it looks as good as it tastes. Mm. So that before you, but as you come and see the thing, you've already been won over by its presentation. Yeah, yeah, I don't need to talk to you and say, please buy the cake right. or this or that. You've already seen the product and you know, okay, this is this is the shit. This is the good stuff. Do you know what I mean? So, so you, you know what? Other than you being a chef and a cook and a baker, you're a businessman. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so with that, as I us through the intricacies and the challenges you've faced as an entrepreneur you're an entrepreneur yeah yeah, yeah. first so, so literally um first things first i've actually studied business apart from studying business i've actually managed arguably mm. the most famous bakery in london so I, I used to when i used to go to university and study business mm. at the same time i was actually managing somebody else's business as in like, i've managed somebody else's bakery before that was, mm. had targets of up to well over a million pounds a year so mm. if you understand it I have a lot of knowledge in terms of managing my managing some I imagine a business mm. as in like properly managing the accounts mm. every aspect of it um so I've had experience from that I've had experiences from managing other businesses as well mm. um and a lot of things coming to so so for me for example for me working so I do events mm. and with some of the events I might be sometimes selling stuff at somebody else's show or somebody mm. else's thing um a lot of things come into play, even as little as the weather. Mm. You want so if you read, as in somebody that really knows what they're talking about and they've really done their research, mm. you won't realize it. But the weather comes to play. So, as simple as the weather, it being a rainy day or being a cold, miserable day, people are more likely to eat cake. Mm. But on a sunny day, it's I don't I can't I can't sometimes I can't tell you the correlation. But on a sunny day, people are less likely to eat cake mm. for some reason. For some for some reason, people on a so on a rainy day. People tend to be, more, it might even be in terms of attitude and you're more miserable or you're more down. It's like, let me just treat myself to a slice of cake. For real. But on sunny days, people tend to not want to eat cake as much. Uh, so people are less likely, you're, you're less likely, to, you're likely to see cells sometimes even drop in the sun because sometimes it's even too hot. Yeah. Or it's even sometimes, some people don't want to carry cakes around in the hot yeah, weather. Yeah, 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 or yeah. there's all these different things that you have to take in. So there's times where you have to prepare in different ways. I have times where there's, for example, April, not April, sorry. February, so Valentine's period is yeah. my bi- that the ten days around Valentine's Day. I'm busier. I'm more busy around that time than any other time. That ten hey, in in ten bad. days in ten days I probably do the equivalent of a month's work in ten days. I Jeez. in terms of even in terms of how much business I get in that small a week two weeks time. Talk, it okay, is. Valentine's Day, yeah. All right, one day. How many cakes or how many? It depends. So literally, I, 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 on the, on the. So we try and do two things. We try and have the people that have pre-ordered, and we try and make some extras for those that have forgotten or the, the last minutes. But on the one day alone, we make hundreds. Not no, not a few hundred. We 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 consistently. So literally, it is not even just one day. It is it is a con- autonomous. It's continuous across two, maybe three or four days, where I am in my kitchen and I barely wow. step out. So literally, it is about eight, 18 to 20 hour days this is, this is not a this is sincere so this is about 18 hour days where 18 of those hours of the day my oven is on is oh, is on is on we're, we're that electric key boy yeah, 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 yeah. that electric key is gonna it's get not, up it's not it's not easy but um in terms of in terms of the valentine's period mm. i'm so so apart from having people that order stuff for me yeah, yeah. i also do events so i do events in different seats so when people are having their variety shows and comedy shows and stuff like that that's when i i also make stuff for events when i'm going to events i'm making a hundred or two hundred cupcakes um in the terms of the valentine's week i actually get to the point where, so normally in terms of bacon i don't it's only it's always me i am self-employed it is one person that does everything everything that you've seen in front of you today it's all been made by myself and it always is literally always me but um around the valentine's week i actually have more people helping that is the one period of time when i have more people helping because i'm sincerely that off my feet because sometimes i have to be in two or three different cities at the same time it might even be the night before valentine's day and some people are doing variety shows in leicester wow. and birmingham this and that so i can't physically i can bake all the that's no problem but in terms of being in places, I can't physically be and there. It's, and I, it's a one-man show. And it's a one-man operation. Jeez. And 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 even with that, so I've had to, obviously because I'm now a father, and I've had to. As you get older, you have more responsibilities. Yeah. You have to. And because before, you can call me at nine p.m. or eleven p.m. And this is why even some people love me. This is you can call me like eleven p.m. the night before. And as long as you can pay me instantly or soon after, I can I I can make a cake for the next mm-hmm. day. No problem. Beautiful, whatever. 
but then as you get older you have more responsibility so uh, you have to analyze things differently or you have to do things differently so even in terms of now as i am i actually respect my younger self because i used to go to all these different cities and all these different places and it is one man to the point that i'm in birmingham now i've gotten home at two in the morning i need to I might not even sleep if it's Sunday tomorrow. I need to be in Leicester, and whatever wow. I've had in Birmingham is sold. It's not, it's not all. You know, some people they protect. My it is sold. Whenever I go somewhere, it's selling out. Most of the time, it is selling out. Jeez. Most of it is selling out. So, for the next day, I need to make another set or another hundred or two hundred cupcakes. So, it is very draining. Or it, it can be. What's the drive? What motivates you to to to, to um, get up and go to Leicester? It's funny. The, the, so it is as 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 what the food is saying in front of us here. I wish I could feed the whole world. I wish the whole world could eat. This is how confident I am in terms of the food I make and how, how sure I feel like, the levels I feel like what I'm making is. Um, so if I could, I would feed, and I'm always cooking and I'm always showing on social media. If I could feed people, if, it, if people could taste the food through social media, that would make me happy. So literally, it's not for money. If it was for money, I would have stopped. I would have quit a long time ago. But it's for the it's satisfaction in terms of seeing people eat. I'm, you know what? In life, they call they call there's some people that they call feeders, and mm. I've been called this from a very young age. Yeah, I like yeah. to. It might even be some some things. It's even my your culture starts to show it. So me telling yeah. you that I'm Nigerian, um, a lot of Nigerians are very loud and very proud people. Mm. My way of being loud or how I express myself is through cooking. I want you to eat my food and to be. It, there's a I feel I feel proud and I feel good knowing that someone is eating my food and I know that it is quality. I don't even need to ask you. I know that as you're eating it, that you're you're getting enjoyment. <laughs> you're getting that is and I'm that's and it, the man. thing is because sometimes you these, these are the things where if you don't know me, you might sound like arrogant sometimes. Mm. It might sound like but if you are so sure in yourself, if you're showing sure what oh. you do, or if you do things, if you've done things, a hundred literally these cupcakes when I have made these cupcakes at least. 20 to 100 I literally in the tens of hundreds of thousands of times of how many times I've made these cupcakes I can physically do it with my as in today right now I can do it with my eyes closed no you got to believe in your source as well though Got definitely, your definitely, definitely. You know so after a while, you you're, you're very confident. If you if you if you make something and it's good, it speaks for itself. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. you know something they do, and it's like guys. Mm. A lot of people realize that I'm just one man. So there's a, as I keep repeating, I'm just one I can't man. Believe that it's, honestly, it, it is it is literally been one person on the social media or one person. Um, even in terms of the marketing, it is me that handles the marketing of social. Media. So as I'm sometimes I'm baking or as I'm. <sighs> As it's in the oven, is now I need to. But when you're a one man operation, there's a lot of things you have to do mm. and take in, or you have to even be prepared for. Because sometimes, like, oh, I need to bake, or I need to do this, or there's times where I'm really bad with my phone, and it's because I'm actually physically baking. But I if like, you understand it, if you actually on or look or analyze or understand, you will know that he actually is very hands on, or is very demanding. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's a lot of hours. It's very. a lot of hours in your feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of time. A lot of t- is so literally it's a lot of labor. A lot of labor. I mean, you said that there's a you're seeing a lot more people come out on social media and say I'm a baker. Order from me. Um, I think there's different. So for me, something as I tell you, I've worked in a kitchen and I and I've met some people that do their own catering. You think they're naive in saying in just going straight into it? I think so. Know. Yeah, but sometimes it's even you have to understand it's human nature to be greedy, mm. and I don't mean like greedy, greedy, but to think of money first. So for me now, for example, I am more of the businessman in terms of any any business I make. I have to, I have to critically analyze. It. I need to know what I'm doing in terms. Of, okay, one thing that is this is somebody's half. If you understand, like how because me, for example, for since real? I started my business, I've done my own food hygiene. But before I start my business, I've done food hygiene like four times. That's how you know some people they do it and they do it and they do it and they do it. Mm-hmm. I've done food hygiene so many times. You read like it is serious. Like you, this is someone's half. You're, you're literally playing with the life and the what the livelihood of of it. And in terms of most of my businesses, in terms of cases, which isn't as bad mm. when it, when you're doing food. When you're doing food now, it's even more serious. When you're doing things like even seafood, it's it's, it's, it's extremely it's extremely yeah. extremely extremely serious. And when I say extremely serious, as in life and death, yeah. very 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 Absolutely. very important. But Absolutely. a lot of the time, people Extreme just enough. people just do things, and maybe they do. They, and this is a book, so, I want to sum myself because on one side, this is actually what makes a good businessman. Mm. Them, they, what they're doing is what makes you a good businessman. You just wake up and you just do it. No mm. excuses. No, mm. I need this. I need that. You just do it. But on my side, I like to do things and I want it to be executed well. And before you cut me, before you say something, one like I said, I think I even mentioned it before. 
when you do things, you don't do things half-heartedly. So when I first started, I was told, go and buy the ingredients. Don't be no cheapskate. Go and buy the ingredients you need to go and buy. Go and spend the money on the equipment you need to spend because well, if you do things properly the first time, there's no re- there's no need for plan B. If you do, if you do, so I mean, if you have a business plan, you don't need to tweak it. Mm-hmm. If it's correct, I I still run by my very first business plan that is still in place and that's still to this very day, mm-hmm. nearly ten years mm-hmm. is still what I follow by, and it's still the same. It's mm-hmm. still the only difference is maybe before we we think sorry we think more global. We act we act towards the bigger community. We, obviously, now we we start local. We start you to our friends. Yeah, then now we do this local. now. To, to the point that there's been times where I'm in different countries and I'm actually get recognized Jesus. for my business Bro, from being I'm I, and I, I used to have friends that um, I used to have friends I used to have UK friends that work in New York. Mm. So and if you understand places like New York they, it's very similar to London, very similar culture, a lot of stuff that you see in London you can see it in isn't it's very easy to see somebody in London be recognized somewhere else as well. Mm. But um when I first started I used to have a friend that used to within his organization, within his international corporation and there were people that actually knew so he was working in new york there's somebody from london they were working in new york and they had people that knew of drew's case or they knew and it's, uh, and i know that now things have changed and, it, and we're on social media and things are more accessible but at this time this is this was a big deal because there's no be that even in terms of twitter it's not really that loud it's not really getting that much engagement on an international level but if you like i said if it's good, it speaks for itself. That's the first thing. So some people are always like, okay, cool, I don't know who this. I don't even know. What, I, some people feel like a lot of people even feel like I'm a woman. Mm. Some people, even, to this very day, some people hear Drew's kids. Well, it must be Drew's. Mm. Drew's a girl. Drew's or something else, and they don't realize that I'm a man. That's mm. the first thing. I'm a black man, or I'm this one, that. But at the same time, all of these things come to play. So me, uh, Do you I think it's important for people to know that you're a black man. No, and why? That's not my that's not my business. And I, okay, so it's up to the time. So I can only, I, I'm speaking from even it's even not ignorance, but it's even based on my preference. Mm. I've had times where I don't actually want you to know what I look like because the, you knowing me is not my business. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you fool you want you want to you want to be attached. You get too mm-hmm. attached to people. I don't want people to know me for that or for my face or for this or for the wrong reasons. Because a lot of people they they. they my business is named after me. Yeah, yeah. My business is named after me, mm. and it should be. Even though it's named after me, it should be separate entities. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, I've I enjoy people not knowing what I look like or not knowing much about me because it's not me. It's the product. It's the product. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's the product, and as it sincerely is the product that we're selling. We're trying to push is everything about. But at the same time, some people and I I might not acknowledge it, but some people have come to me because hey, you are a black man. You are a man. No, first thing is you're black, so I'm gonna support you. Sometimes hey, you are a black man. And you're not. I can tell. They feel like there's yeah, no yeah, yeah, yeah. for them to try yeah. and support you. But it's, it's 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 hearing me because, as you said, that I actually don't really experience that much. I don't experience people come to me as that. Oh, you're because you're black. Mm. Or I'm gonna, mm. and I and I'm sometimes even how you hold yourself as well. Because for me, it must be a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, no, it is because I even had I had a competition. I had a competition the other day, mm. and on behalf of somebody else, and somebody was collecting the cakes on somebody else, and I messaged them and I told them what I was wearing. Mm. To look out for me in the next minute, mm. and I told them literally from head to toe what I was wearing, <laughs> and they saw me and they were they froze they're not they froze but they they didn't even I had a cake in my hand they still didn't register because for them it's intimidating this tall mm. black man you know for some people it's tall black it's man this big hand. black man a lot because even that it, it's and it's and it's even black people as well because we sometimes we are we we are yeah, we are to each other we look at each other we judge and it's natural it's it is natural, natural but it's natural. a lot of the time it's like this black man or this this or this that and I don't like to live to stereotypes as of, of a, as being black yeah. being a man even being Nigerian in terms of my culture mm-hmm. I don't like I like to do I'm a chef a I'm a cook I'm an Indi- I'm yeah yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What and that's what and that's and that's and even with that that is what there's a lot of pressure know. that comes with the whole apart from that people want to be in your life too much. And that's fine. You see, okay. Sometimes you get you see people getting cancelled, mm. or you see cancel culture being something. Right. Um, sometimes you need to learn to leave live a separate life yes. to your business, or not even to mix. A lot of people with their failures, they, they, a lot of failures, their failures, they mix up. And for me, it's like okay, yeah. I don't ever mix. Even if I'm dating, I don't ever mix up whoever I'm dating for in terms of business. Everything has to be because separate. Because a lot of people tend to be too engrossed yes. in that person's yes. life. Yes, you know? yes, so yes, definitely. It becomes almost they become very engaged, definitely. Engaged. Um. 
Nice, interesting convo, man. Honestly, this. But well, yeah, back to back to what you were saying about the food. Yeah, let me just go to something. Yeah, so what I was saying about the weather. So me working in a bakery, I've had to I, working in a bakery environment. One of the main things is that in terms of stuff, people don't think about. I have to decide on how many. So I actually manage the shop. I have to in the morning. The kitchen staff will come to me and say to me, "How many cupcakes should we make for the whole day?" Mm. And in that whole in that morning, if, within the next 10, 15 minutes, I have to tell them make six hundred and fifty or six hundred. And my own guess is it should be to the point. Mm. So if you understand me working in the kitchen or me working in a, me managing both front of house in terms of a bakery and managing people that, so I literally manage everybody that works mm. in the shop. Mm. Uh, managing the kitchen staff as well, you learn the different aspects of different things. So it's like, a cool, you learn that, you know, maybe you d- the weather comes into play. So as the weather comes into play, you need to now make more or less because mm. now it's going to be less, more quiet or more busy or people going to be out in the park. Nobody wants cake or mm. it's going to people, more people going to come in or this or that. So all these things that comes into play into, and, it, and it even helps in terms of um, having an understanding. So for me now, I have a lot of faith in my products and part of it is because I actually have a lot of, when I say research, mm. forget, forget, even in terms of um, the ingredients, but forget. I'm talking research in terms of customer mm. basis. You've I've worked in an environment for about four to five years, where every day you talk to people that love cake. Mm. Every day, after a while, you start to take in what to do differently, yeah. what not to add, right. if it needs to be less sweet, or if it needs to be changed the color, or if you need to add this, or if it tastes sometimes something tastes too bitter, mm. it tastes too acidy, or it needs to be this, or you could have done that. You start to understand, and this is even the differentiation between myself and other people because yeah. for me I'm very busy not banter this isn't I do it because I enjoy doing enjoy. it but there's the business as, there's a there's a business side to it as well so that we have organisation yes. we have a fluid fluidity we have yes. a we, we know what we're doing we know how we're yes. doing it and we're, we're we're getting by with it that's sick man look I just had one of your the ice cream the sandwich the ice cream yeah. sandwich yeah. and it, the, oh man that was, was banging yes. that Less. was banging honestly um, well, See, so, 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 even, so even stuff like that so I, as, you've, as I've been called here today it was only an hour before I came here today that I was actually deciding on what I was going to make mm. because if you understand it I cook so much and it is such my happiness it, it brings me so much joy in terms of being in it so some people you know like you see some people and they're just painting yeah, makes yeah, them happy yeah. you can leave me in, your, in a kitchen for the whole day and I'm fine for real. so just being in a kitchen environment it, it brings me it brings me peace and I can make so many different things so literally this is just two or three different or four mm. there's a few different things that I can make but if you understand just, how the brain works yeah, I can yeah. make five to ten thousand different yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. off the top of my head no just, issue just just t- let's touch on your, your menu right yeah um, how much of that menu is influenced by your heritage and where you're from Nigeria Nigeria, Nigeria. So, so in terms of obviously the, in terms of food I have two main businesses I have the the cooking the mm. catering the juice case and then I have the catering inside um, in terms of the cakes that you see they are they have no apart from they are the only relationship that they have in terms of any culture is actually American mm. in terms of America so a lot of the desserts a lot of the things I make is straight from America in terms of even if you taste it you can tell that this these I don't know because we live in this country it's hard to get hold of a lot of things mm. and because I have access to people that live in the states and other places I can get things that you can tell you cannot get mm. you can tell that it's a it's a it's a it's a difference do you know what I mean so um, a lot of the cakes and the desserts is influenced by America and just play just different variations mm. trying different things mm. in terms of the food that I cook myself a lot of it is it is actually not so it's, it's like a fusion it is literally just the food that I uh, a lot of it is the food that I've just enjoyed mm. across For over the years and it literally is different things or things that I even feel like people will enjoy or even feel like there's things like I, told, as I was talking to you earlier about the plant the mashed plantain or yeah, people having yeah, yeah, people yeah. having plantain and chocolate yeah. as I as I tell you about these things um, these things come into more influence so mm. this, it's not even my so I've lived in this country for most of my life now you get to the point where I've actually lived here more than Nigeria mm. however I travel a lot mm. so it's not my Nigerian culture it's me travelling and me travelling it comes Taking in it comes in it a lot of it comes into play because some people look at me and say where, where did you learn mm. this where did you learn that the secret if you want to learn how to cook the fastest way for me to learn to cook is tasting food mm. or going out to eat at a restaurant because after a while you might eat out all the time and then 
suddenly one day you've got duck in your house and it's like right I, I always go out whenever I go out and eat, I'm always having crispy duck, crispy duck yeah. aromatic duck today I'm going to make I'm going to try and learn how to make aromatic duck mm. or I'm going to make shredded duck or duck and pancakes or I'm going to make this or I'm going to make that or you start telling yourself different things but when you actually step out this is where it comes from or sometimes I see new restaurants or new things and what looks creative and new about five years ago I've seen it in a different country so there's, there's, there's every day there's you know you understand with food there's always something it's new. There's an evolution yeah, yeah, every yeah. time. But then at the same time, if you actually step out and you're able to travel and try different cultures, you'll see you'll everything you see. You see, you see, you see. Final question. What would you? What, what advice would you give to anyone that's uh, starting a catering business or that, that wants to go into um, what you're doing? So on one side, I would say before anything, before you even try and sort your city, because this is, you don't, you don't want people to frown upon you or look down because this your confidence can be broken so easily mm. someone can say to you like I'm not because of it's not healthy or it's not this mm. so the little very little things in terms of the food hygiene mm. sort of your food hygiene mm-hmm. in terms of even equipment just, to, just making sure that your even your kitchen yeah. is in if it's going to be catering top, 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 don't top. cheat you cannot cheat you cannot cheat that's the first thing always never never cut down in terms of your cost so for example as I tell you about even when I first started, I spent a lot. So literally, when I first started, bro, I went to go and buy ingredients. I had about maybe five hundred pounds, mm. and I went to go and buy five hundred pounds worth five hundred pounds straight on ingredients. And if the ingredients I had, I was like, "Yep, this is it. We, yeah, we spent the money now. We we go after, we have to make it go." So not cheating in terms of ingredients, in terms of your even your packaging, in terms of pre- presentation. Don't cheat on presentation mm. because at the end of the day, the f- the first taste, the first criticism is on with the eyes mm. people taste with their eyes the first things first when people are going to see something or even you true, you, you know? don't realize it but there's yeah, psychology yeah, yeah, yeah. behind everything so i make sure that it's pretty i make sure that maybe you put a little bit of glitter or you put a little bit of that mm. it's all about presentation because at the end of the day people people always want to contradict and follow they can make anything when it's an individual doing it you want to contradict when it's from a restaurant it might even be crap but you are mm. you're more lean mm. to you're more mm-hmm. so um yeah, so I'd say focus, focus on not cheating. Right. Focus on the little details. Focus mm. on the, even the presentation. Mm. Even in terms of just analyze things or just take things, things take things in. Like pretend like somebody's always watching you. So for mm. one thing with me is, and even as I've filmed some of this stuff today, is mm. I always pretend like I, I always have the feeling like somebody's watching me. Mm. And with that, you never cut no corners. You never cheat because it's like okay, cool. I cannot not use no cheap. Somebody's watching me. I cannot use no cheap ingredients. Mm. They're gonna taste it. They're gonna this. They're gonna that. When you really love it, when you're passionate about it, and it, this is when consistently com- consistency comes into play. Because as I tell you about not being cheap, not being not um, cutting corners, um, using quality ingredients, focusing on hygiene. This is all of these things come into play with consistency. If you do anything consistently, people will win. People will notice. People always notice what you're doing. They want to take a closer look. If it's good as well. People want to take a good look, a, a closer look, but I think for a lot of time people become arrogant. They start something off, they get a little buzz, they become arrogant, they enjoy the the fame. A lot of people are not used to being popular or being around fame. It gets to their head. It gets to their head. So yeah. for me now, I, it's not even fame, but I've been around. I've been around people. an environment. I've been in the public eye from a young age. Yeah. Before I even started my business, I've always been so it's out no. Of system. Yeah, so it's out of my system. So even I tell you about in terms of girls from a young age and not being interested. There's times where these things come to play now because I have people that try and talk to me and I don't show them any attention because I've I don't I have no interest. I'm a grown man. I've I've been I'm I've been past the stage of the little attention yeah, from females yeah, or people yeah. acknowledging or trying That's to just praise me. So now it's just business. Self improvement. Self improvement. Yeah, well. definitely, definitely, definitely. So that we come to the point that when you see the stuff, you don't even know it's a black man that did this. When you and even if you ever come to my house you wouldn't even know that this is where I bake. You should come to my kitchen and you should not be able to tell that this is uh, somebody's office, this is somebody's yeah, kitchen. You should come there and just know nothing. Yeah. And for me, all of these things come to, come into play because some people watch my snaps every day mm. and just little things like me being able to handle food or me taking mm. hygiene seriously, mm. you're more likely to order. It comes into play. All these little things, it, it, comes, into, mm. it comes into play. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Listen, it's been big. My final question is, what does the future hold for Drew Cakes and how um, do people get in contact with you if they want to have some of these bangers? So, so a lot of so the last few years we're 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 we're, we're rebranding now. So we're currently on a, on a stage of rebranding. 
um, in terms of everything I do, it's already, t- well, how I feel, anyway, it's already to a standard, but I am constantly, and it's even the hunger of always wanting more and, and always being hungry. I'm constantly working on presentation in terms of what I'm doing, in terms of working into towards new markets, in terms of working into new products mm-hmm. um, and things like that. Um, in general, I would love to one day maybe even release a cookbook or start releasing pre-made mixes. Sick one. Mm-hmm. But um, for the meantime, as I'm returning to full-time, and as I said, as, I've got, um, as I'm a father now, it's just to manage everything. So for me, part of why I've had to take the time off is because it is crazy. As in, it's not little one or two is every single day I'm swept off my feet so in terms of being able to manage and cope with life it can be very difficult so for me now is in terms I'm just working on a website so basically we're, we're, we're working on the logistics of things so that it is not me having to communicate with people all the time because like, like I said to you when it's just one man doing it it's hard, it's hard because it's difficult, it? sometimes people are angry at me because I'm not always being resp- I'm not the most responsive but then if you understand how many people order you understand that it is a lot of work and it is very demanding and so on. But um, yeah, so in the long run, we're just at this moment in time, we're working in, in terms of expansion, in terms of sorting out the website, in to be able to work at full capacity again and be able to do things on demand. And even in terms of maybe one day working towards being on um, a few a few e-commerce mm. platforms such as Uber Eats or Delivery, mm. because if you understand it, the products are already there and to the standards, but it's just. It's the it's the little logistics. It's the, it's the it's the final lap to get it perfected. But at the same time, people see things and they think it's easy, or they, I don't know. Some people think it's easy, of or even from people's experience, they they've looked at me, they thought it was easy, and even just trying to bake for their own mates or just for a banner, they're like, okay, I actually respect you, Drew, because it, it's not as easy as it looks. It's, it's hard. It's hard, hard, hard. So. Yeah, I man. respect that, man. Listen, Drew, it's always a pleasure. Thank you. Much appreciated, bro. The food was banging. Thank you. Um, I know, yeah, for the for the social medias, um, so yeah, obviously in the, in the long run, we are working on a website. Right now, as I've been ghost and low-key, I'm working towards launching a website. I used to say everything is there, everything yeah. is available to order, and we've now, we're now at that stage. Yeah. Um, when, when you launch your website, let us know, and we can plug definitely, it as definitely, well, definitely. you know what I mean? Um, you don't have to try this food, man. Definitely. No joke. And in terms of the in terms of the social media on pretty much most platforms uh, on Twitter and on Instagram, it is Drew's Cakes UK. So that's Drew D R E W S Cakes, and then UK. So Drew's Cakes UK on most social media platforms, and that's where you can see stuff. And from there, you can yeah, you can you can see information about it. Bang! Listen, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen to probably one of the most insightful this week bang interviews. In God knows how long, but this has been very insightful, man. Thank you very much, Drew, man. You know what I mean? It's been been very insightful. Thanks. You know, next time you definitely got to come back. You've always got. Definitely, you know I, mean? I appreciate, it, man. Welcome. Whenever, whenever, whenever you need something, I'm here, bro. <laughs> whenever you're hungry, I'm here. Yo, bless up, man. You just tuned into this food bangs, bang bang. All right.